Hi, and welcome to episode 19 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. You can follow the podcast um, with our Ravelry group or on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram as Knit Actually Podcast. And show notes for the episodes are always available at www.knitactuallypodcast.com. Today's segments include Actually Finished, Actually Working, Actually Stashed, Actually Attending, and a giveaway. So hi guys, um, I wanted to spend a little bit of time and record a quick episode before the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. I um, unexpectedly have to travel over Thanksgiving and I'm um, feeling a little frazzled so and anxious actually. So I thought that recording an episode might help uh, calm me down a little bit. So I am here to talk about a couple of fun things. Um, the first is I had a couple of things that I finished this week that I was really excited about, really excited to share. Uh, both of them were hats and I, so they were both hats. The first thing that I, um, cast on and finished this time since I recorded last was a sock head hat. So that's a free pattern on Ravelry. I'll link to it in the show notes, but very simple ribbed, um, base bottom. What do you call the bottom of a hat? Cuff? I don't know. It's been one of those weeks where my brain is not working very well. But the the brim of the hat, brim, I guess, of the hat is um, about four inches of ring. And then um, it's just a stockinette, like a long hat so that it ends up being um, all cute and baggy at the top. Slouchy, I guess, is the right word. Sorry, you guys. Oh, my gosh. What a week I've had. Um, and I knit this out of some of the hand-painted yarn that I had dyed and talked about in the last episode. So this was uh, very much using the techniques that I had learned in the class that I took at Fancy Tiger Crafts with Meg from Sleep Season Yarns. And I did kind of just a rainbow of colors. I did a charcoal gray and a bright pink and a yellow and a green and a blue. And then some of it blended um, to give me some other really interesting colors. So it's just sort of rainbowy and cute. And the knitting was very therapeutic. Um, and really, um, it's been a busy few weeks at work and there's been a lot going on in my personal life. And so this was just some really good, relaxing, mindless knitting. And I'm really happy with the finished hat as well. I really was excited about the idea of a fingering weight hat. I like to ride my bike a lot. And around here, it gets chilly, but a lot of times it's sunny enough that I could ride my bike if I could keep my ears warm. So I think this will fit under my helmet, which would make me really happy. And if not, even still, it's just a really cute hat for throwing on to go for a walk or throwing on when I'm running back and forth to pick the kids up from school or drop them off. A lot of mornings I am up and working at about six in the morning. So by the time the kids are out the door to school, haven't showered yet. So it's a nice hat for just uh, popping on my head and uh, looking a little bit better when I'm running, running them around in the morning. So that was the first thing. And I am really excited about that. I've worn it a bunch of times already and um, I am enjoying it quite a lot. So the second thing was a hat um, that I just sort of was fiddling with um, putting together a design myself. So I had talked to you guys a little bit about the yarn I bought at Tea for You. 
and there was a two Scassell yarns. One was called Abracadabra, and this is that yarn that is sensitive to UV light. So in um, in regular light, like inside the house, it is white or cream, kind of natural colored. And then when you take it outside in the sunshine, it turns purple and it turns like super purple, which is awesome and exciting. So I was looking for something to do with a contrasting color. I bought some yarn um, also there that was a Scassell. I'll have to look up the name. It's a Kenzie, I think. And I had bought a gray. It's a Tweedy gray and it's a really interesting mix of fibers. And I wanted to do something that was going to contrast those two. And I had been thinking about doing a cowl and doing like a chevron sort of pattern on that. And um, and then something just hit me the other day that I just decided I wanted it to be a hat. So I cast on. I kind of had to fiddle with the right number of stitches to get it um, just right. I used a size 3 needle. And I had bought also when I bought the yarn, some square needles. And initially I was worried that they were gonna to be too pokey for me to like them. They have very, very, very sharp tips. Um, but once I knit with them a little bit, I felt like they either they dulled down a little or my fingers just got used to it. But I actually found them quite comfortable to knit with and I was really excited with that. And so that's something I may write up um, when time permits, just because I thought it turned out really cute. I think I will definitely knit a couple more. I have a pretty healthy stash of worsted weight uh, yarn, which is what I use. Although these were both very light worsted weights. And so um, anyways, I just fo I followed kind of that same miter decreases that the um, Chevron Baby Blanket from Espace Tricot uses, and I think it turned out really cute. So I was pretty excited about it. We had some cold weather this week, so I did throw that on one day when I was going to pick the boys up from school, and it was um, it was chilly but sunny, which happens here in Colorado a lot. We have lots of sunny days, but plenty of days where it's cold enough where you need a hat. So I was sitting in my car, and I could see in the rearview mirror that the hat was clearly gray and white, and then I went outside and walked over to where I picked the boys up and boom, purple hat. So I was really excited. I know it's kind of a geeky thing. I do have some of the um, color changing yarn left because the hat is primarily the gray and then sort of two of the chevron stripes are the white that changes color. So the plan is to do myself a pair of mitts in, I don't have that same gray, but in gray as well and the chevron um, technique again and see how that turns out. So more to come on that yarn, but I was really excited about it and I think I'm going to be wearing that hat all the time, which is cool. And speaking of that, I didn't put in a segment here about things I've been wearing, but I have been wearing lots of different things. Um, I've been wearing wool socks pretty much every day. It's definitely boot season around here. I'll tell you guys a funny story. So um, I do have to take this unexpected trip and I've, my anxiety has been pretty bad. Anybody who has anxiety, I'm sure can relate to sudden change in plans for not great circumstances and traveling Thanksgiving weekend. I'm going to be away from my kids, which stinks. I, um, I don't, I don't travel on Thanksgiving for a reason. I don't like the crowds and the airports and all that with everything going on in the world. I'd really rather not be on an airplane. So my anxiety has just been kind of at an all time high and I've been trying to get ready on very short notice to go on this trip. And um, I 
through most, but not all, of my wool socks in the wash the other day, yesterday. And then I was uh, watching the Bronco game with my oldest son. My younger son needed to get his laundry in the machine. So I said, buddy, just take um, the stuff that's in the washer and throw it in the dryer for me and get your stuff started. And, you know, as I was doing that, I thought, I don't know, this could end badly for my wool socks, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And I went downstairs a little while later to take my stuff out of the dryer, and I was matching up the socks. And sure enough, I had two unmatched socks. And then I was, like, freaking out. And then I thought, okay, well, it's fine. They're probably in with his stuff. So let me just wait till his stuff comes out, and it'll be okay. And then there was more stuff in the washing machine already. I think I had thrown more stuff in the wash before I noticed this was missing. So anyways, I kept being like, well, I'll just check the dryer. So I checked the dryer. I was, like, pulling through the pant legs and just checking to make sure they weren't lost, and nope, not in there. So they must be in the washer. So then I take the stuff out of the washer, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're not in here either. And then I really started to have, like, like that was the thing that pushed me over the edge. And I thought, I'm going to have a panic attack. So I could not figure out for the life of me. And the funny thing about it was that these were two pairs of socks that I had dyed the yarn the summer and then knit them. So I thought, boy, talk about like irreplaceable socks. I dyed the yarn and I knit the yarn and now I can't find the socks. But they're very similar. So the one, I did them both from a sock blank. They're basically the same colors. The one is a band of gray followed by a rainbow. And the other one is a rainbow, but like with a band of gray separating each color. And about an hour later, it hit me. I was like, oh my God, I know what happened. And sure enough, I had already started to pack for the trip um, and I had packed several pairs of wool socks and I must've done this before. I, I'm not exactly sure of the timing of what I did, but anyways, sure enough in my suitcase, Mitch mismatched pair of socks and there were the other two socks. So uh, the good news is nothing is lost. Um, but the bad news is I, you know, had a moment of tremendous angst that I, when I thought that my socks had been lost. So, so, um, but I have been wearing lots of socks, and I've been wearing these hats. I definitely have worn my um, Lemonade Shop cowl that I knit. That one is a lot of fun. I also have a cute cowl that I knit, and that this was a pattern. I might wear this tomorrow. Actually, I might push it out of the closet. Um, it was a pattern that I created, and it's free on Ravelry. If you want to check out my Ravelry, it's kind of a fun pattern. But it's just a braided, um, cabled cowl. It's a provisional cast on, and then you knit the cables, two small cables to each side, kind of rope cables, and then a braid down the middle. And um, I had knit it out of some Sweet Georgia um, chunky, and it's just a pretty gray cable cowl, and I love it. It's real thick. And the other day it was super cold, and I needed something really warm to wear on my neck, so I fished that one out of the closet, and that was kind of a fun thing to wear. I, I um I liked it a lot when I knit it. I think I like it even more um, with a little bit of time. I'm kind of proud of my, that one because it, it was something that I made up on my own. So that was a fun one. Um, and then lots of sweaters. I definitely this time through wore the briquette because I wear that pretty much constantly now. I wore um, my Mondo Cable Pulley, which is a sweater that I love a lot. Um, I wore my Rocky Coast cardigan. And I wore my Central Park hoodie, and I think that's about it. Tomorrow on the plane, I'm going to wear my briquette. I am bringing my boxy to wear um, while I'm traveling. 
and that might be it in terms of knitted things that I'm bringing with me. I did have my edge hoodie that I was planning to bring, and then I was feeling overpacked, so um, I'll put that one back in the closet. So anyways, lots of knits, and I'm sure that will continue because while I'm going to be away, it's going to be freezing cold here, um, but it's not going to be much warmer when I get back. So we are definitely in wool, wool weather here in Colorado, and I am okay with that. So that's it for finished objects. Um, actually working. I have quite a few things on needles at the moment. The biggest push that I made this week after I finished those other things was I was really far behind on my son's um, scoreboard scarf. So um, that scoreboard pattern is fun. You knit the, um, the score of the football game kind of as you watch it and I've been having a lot of fun knitting that during the Bronco games with him, but then there were a couple of weeks that I, um, I didn't knit during the game. A couple weeks ago, I was just trying to catch back up, I think, after I had gotten home from New York, and I just missed kind of my knitting opportunity that Sunday. Um, and then last week, we went to see The Lion King down in Denver at the Buell Theater, and so that was a great reason to be missing the Bronco game. Um, but it just meant that I was two weeks behind on the knitting and they were both pretty high scoring games. Probably, I guess between the two teams it was like 50 points each. And there are days that I am not thrilled with my decision to, uh, knit the week number into this thing, especially since it is a scarf now, not a cowl. I feel like you'd be able to tell which end was which, but, um, we're up to week, it'll be week 11, um, coming up. And so now I'm knitting like 11 gray rounds in between. So it was a lot of knitting. So yesterday, um, my son decided that it was really important that I sit down on the couch during the game, that I be on the couch knitting the scarf during the game because they had lost two weeks in a row. And sure enough, they won. And it, they won in a nice low scoring game. So that sounds awful. But to have to have caught up by, you know, basically three whole weeks, I was a little bit over it with the scarf. So, um, so that was good. And I am prepped and ready for um, this Sunday, I won't be home, um, but they're playing the Patriots, uh, which will be challenging. And I'm sure next week I'll be scrambling to catch up again. But at least I'm I'm leaving that in good shape, so that's that's good news. Um, and then I am also working on a couple different pairs of socks. I put a little bit of work onto one of the Rose City rollers. For my cousin, um, I'm starting to get a little bit worried about finishing as many of those as I wanted for her in time for Christmas, and she's um, studying abroad in the spring, so it's not like I can give them to her after. It'll be a very long time before I see her again. So um, so those are important. I worked on my husband's socks, and those are coming along pretty well. They have moved out of the car and um, into my carry-on bag. So my hope is to get quite a lot of those done on those on, on the trip. Um, and then I'm also knitting my husband a hat. So I'm knitting up the Windschiff hat by Stephen West um, out of some of the hand-dyed uh, yarn from last time that um, was just an MCN Aran weight yarn that I dyed a peacock blue color. So it's really pretty, very, very textural looking. There's 
um, a lot of variation in the color and quite a bit of white, but I really like the way it looks. And I think on that pattern you knit about five and a half inches before you start working the crown. It's not a real tall hat. Um, and I think I am at about four inches. So my hope is to crank that one out while I'm traveling and have that finished and ready to go. And then I kind of got this crazy idea in my head that maybe I was going to knit um, hats for the men in my family. So that would be my my dad and my stepdad and my brother and my brother-in-law and my stepbrothers. And so we'll see how far I get. But I may or may not have six skeins of knit picks wool in my suitcase um, in case hats are what feel comforting to me um, while I'm on this sort of difficult trip. Um, so that's going to be no problem to finish at least his by Christmas. And I'm, I'm, it's a pretty fast knit, so I am pretty sure that I can crank out a couple of more while I'm traveling. Um, and then I worked on my son's Bailey sweater. So this is from that great boys knit book that I reviewed a couple episodes ago. I made a minor modification because I am just knitting this in a 4-1 ribbon. That's what I'm knitting as I chat with you guys. Knitting this out of Knit Picks Chroma, which is kind of their um, long, self-striping, worsted weight yarn. It's a single, which is nice. It's got a nice amount of loft to it. And it's a, it's a yarn I really enjoy quite a bit. So this one is a colorway that is discontinued. It's called midwinter and the colors just range from silver to a pale I would call it a pale periwinkle like it's hard to describe whether it is blue or purple but then there is a purple and then there's kind of a royal blue and I enjoy the self-striping nature of it I like the way it looks a lot I had knitted him a Nate hoodie I think it's been three years ago now one year for Christmas and I really loved how that one turned out, and so this one I'm knitting to be a little bit big, so he'll get a little more wear out of it than he did out of that hoodie, but that one still hangs up in our mudroom, and, and I, I like how it looks, so this will be fun, and I think he'll be excited about it. I'm hoping to knit one up for his brother as well, but I think I have given up any illusion that I will get this done for Christmas, because all of a sudden Christmas is feeling like imminent. So, so that's it for actually working. I will stop for just a minute and talk about what I packed. <laughs> um, so tomorrow I will be on airplanes for, well, on airplanes and in airports for 14 hours door to door. So I'm in that weird space of, you know, I want to make sure I have enough knitting. I probably packed way too much knitting, but my stress level is very high that the stuff that I am traveling for is going to be very stressful and it just needed to make sure that I was going to have like more than enough to knit. So what I'm bringing along on my trip is my husband's socks for Christmas and I'm sure I'll be able to make enough progress at least on those to feel comfortable that I'll have them done for Christmas. And then I'm bringing along his hat. So that is good. And then I have with me um, some sock yarn. I brought along the self-striping yarn that I talked about last time that I had 
dyed up. And so that was um, a self-striping that is charcoal gray, bright aqua, and chartreuse. I hope you guys can't hear my chair creaking. Sorry about that if you can. Um, and I just feel like self-striping yarn is nice and comforting. And so I may work on a pair of socks for me. And then I'll talk a little bit in Stashed about some other sock yarn that I bought. So, um, I don't know, just, just needing the comfort, I guess, of having lots of yarn with me. I know that, that I, I hope that that is something that you all can relate to. Um, and then I did pack the windshift hat and so I really am expecting that that may even be quick enough to finish like on the shuttle to the airport tomorrow and or while I'm waiting to, to leave Denver and then I'm going to try to crank out some more of those uh, for my family. So we'll see. Wish me luck. I think that that um, is a is probably an excessive amount of knitting, um, but it's just, it's just what I felt like I, I kind of needed to have with me um, for this trip. So we'll see. I'll update you guys when I get back in terms of how much I actually managed to accomplish, but I'm sure I'll have at least one FO to show for, um, for the week away. So actually stashed, I have a feeling that by the time I get this published, because I'm probably going to publish this um, from LaGuardia tomorrow, um, I always make sure that I at least check out and try to take advantage of the Nitpicks annual sale. So they do a giant sale every year where they mark a bunch of stuff on clearance, and sometimes it's just that they're discontinuing colorways, but they had some pretty good stuff. And, you know, Nitpicks is not top-of-the-line yarn by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's pretty serviceable, and especially when I'm knitting for the kids or knitting gifts um, and things like that where you don't want to make a huge investment in the yarn, I find that it suits my needs for certain things quite well. So I always try to hit the $50 um, to get the free shipping with them, and I think the sale ends tomorrow, which is why I'm saying I'm not sure I'll have the episode published um, in time for you guys to hear about this if this is not a sale that you're aware of. Uh, they do it every year right before Thanksgiving. Um, but anyways, I got some of their Felici, Felici um, self-striping yarn. I got just three little skeins of that, one in a blues um, set of colors and really cute um, that I'm going to knit into socks for my youngest. And then I got some actual just like rainbow. Um, I got two skeins of that because I think I will knit um, socks for my oldest and mittens for my nephew. Last year, my nephew insisted on rainbow mittens for Christmas. And the yarn I got him at the time was a hand paint, not a self-striping. And I think he would get a kick out of self-striping. So I'm probably going to try to whip him up a, a new pair of mittens this year or possibly a sock head hat in a much smaller size because I think he would really get a kick out of that. So those are in the suitcase. They're coming along. Uh, we'll see if I knit anything on either one of them, but I, but I'm comforted to have them with me on the trip. Um, in addition to that, I got two skeins of the Chroma fingering weight in um, a color called Lupine and it's beautiful blues and 
kind of a raspberry and then purple. I'm really excited about the colorway. I'm not sure what it's going to grow up to be yet, um, but I just was really enamored with it, and I do enjoy those color changes and that. So um, so I picked up a couple of balls of that, and then they had their shimmer, stroll shimmer, which so that's their fingering weight, but with the Selena in the base, and it was super cheap, like, four dollars I think a skein for the bear and so I got I think four skeins of that to play around with and dye up and then I got two balls each of the um dark gray with the Stellina and the black with the Stellina both on that stroll base and so I thought well I could probably uh, dye something up to be a contrasting color and have a little fun with that. I'm not quite sure again what those are going to grow up to be, but I liked them and it, it was a super, super, super bargain um, in terms of the price of the yarn. So I'm sure I will find something to do with that. And then after I placed that order, which actually all arrived today, I ended up placing a second order. So I, I don't know how many of you guys listen to the Downseller Studio podcast. That's one of my favorites. And I try to listen to Jen every week when she, or every couple weeks, as soon as she publishes. And this time she was talking about this crochet kit that she had bought that was um, Star Wars crochet characters. And I am a sucker for Star Wars. I will tell you, I already have my tickets for um, opening weekend. So I thought that was really cool. She had linked to it on Amazon. So I think I'm going to order that From Amazon and um, the plan I guess the kit comes with enough to make a couple of little characters and so then I got some black and some white and some gray and some cream color to be like a flesh tone because you can do up to 12 characters and they're, they're pretty cool um, and then also my my son Ben wants a minion hat and I'm gonna attempt to crochet him a minion hat I'm worried about my crochet gauge but we will see how that goes. Um, so I ordered some yellow and some blue. And then the other thing they have on Amazon, and I haven't ordered either one of these yet because I don't want them showing up and sitting on my porch while I'm away from home. But um, the other thing that I ordered, oh, the other thing they had was a Peanuts one. And my, my son had also been asking for a Snoopy. So um, I may order that one. Um, midweek so that it's here when I get home as well so that could be fun so we'll see how that goes like I said I'm not much of a crocheter I, I have done quite a bit of crochet but I'm not anything so not anything where my gauge mattered particularly um, so it may take a little trial and error to get this little minion hat to work out but I found there's a bunch of minion hat patterns on Ravelry most of them are crocheted and I found a cute one that has ear flaps and so I thought that would be a fun thing for him so wish me luck <laughs> I'm gonna attempt some crochet um, so the other thing just from a stash perspective that I wanted you guys all to be aware of is um, one of my favorite sales of the year is coming up it's a Black Friday sale from Eat Sleep Knits. Now, they haven't, I haven't officially seen anything from it, but I feel like last year 
Um, there was something in their Ravelry group the day of, or maybe like Thanksgiving Day. Anyways, I'm sure they'll be announcing it soon. And I do also feel like because I'm in their 10K club, I got some sort of either like a preview or a little special announcement. I'm not exactly sure, but I have no reason to believe this sale is not happening. So Eat Sleep Knits does a great sale every year for Black Friday. And the way that the sale works is you buy your stuff and at the end you get a mystery discount when you check out. And usually I think it's between 15 and 100%. So you can get some really fantastic bargains from them. They also do their yarnathon. I know there's been a couple years where I have really racked up the goodies because I've tried to plan it so that I ordered some yarn that got me to the next level and then that got me a gift certificate and then I ordered some more yarn and got a really good discount. So last year I kept it pretty mellow and I don't think I ordered myself more than maybe one skein of yarn. This year I have my eye on some of that um, Freya um, hand painted and so those are beautiful beautiful gradients they sell them at fancy tiger i saw them um gosh i think i saw them at yarn fest anyways i've seen that yarn in several places and i always always admire it and love it and every time it catches my eye i think oh i need some of that yarn so that's kind of what i have my eye on for the black friday sale and eat sleep knit but definitely check them out if you are in the market or if you want to do what I do and put some things on your wish list and send that to people who might be buying you gifts. It's a great way for them to get a great discount um, on some yarn for you. So actually attending a um, couple of things here. The big one being Knit Nosh. So Knit Nosh is coming together really nicely. I'm in the process of scheduling a tasting for the food, which I'm super excited about. I'll have a lot of really neat things um, to tell you guys about in the coming weeks. And I'm really starting to work on the promotion. So if anybody knows folks who are local in Colorado, or if you are local in Colorado and you're interested in coming to Nitnosh, please, please, please check out uh, knitnosh.com. The tickets are on sale now. And it's just going to be the most fun day like ever. So that is at Samples World Bistro in here in Longmont. And it's on January 23rd, 2016. There will be food, wine, and yarn to taste. And I'm very excited about the way the menu is coming together. The folks at Samples have been amazing, and they've been really a lot of fun to work with in terms of putting together the event. And then the yarn vendors that I have coming are phenomenal. So um, the yarn companies that will be bringing yarn for everyone at Nitnosh to taste are Bijou Basin Ranch, MJ Yarns, Scandalous, and uh, Nerd. And that's Nerd with a K. So I am really getting excited. I am really going to start to put a push on um, the marketing and all of that. I spent last week really being probably a little bit too bit futzy and fiddly with the website, but the website is up. So check it out. And if you're not in Colorado and you're not going to make it to Knit Nosh this time, never fear. I have great plans for um, a way that we can do a Knit Nosh event through the podcast. So keep um, tuned and uh, more to come on that after the event itself is over. 
So then the last thing uh, that I wanted to remind everyone about today was the giveaway that we are running in the Ravelry group. I do have a copy of um, Boys Knits that Cooperative Press had gifted to me to give away to one of you. So if you jump out to the Ravelry group, you do need to be a member of the group to win, but just post in the thread. Um, which is your favorite pattern that you would knit from the book and who you would knit it for. And that thread will close on November the 30th. I will be home by then and I will notify the winner probably on December the 1st. So good luck and there's been lots of great entries out there already. Um, so I'm looking forward to giving this book away to somebody. So that's it for me for now you guys. I know it's a short episode this time but I did want to check in before I took off. It did help me feel a little bit more like life was normal. So that um, is it for me this week. I would really, really, really um, like to put out a quick plea um, for iTunes reviews. If anybody out there is enjoying the podcast and would be willing to put out an iTunes review, that's a great way for more people to find the podcast. The listenership has been going up steadily month by month since I started, and that just makes me feel super happy. But um, I'd love for for this to continue to grow. So if you have a chance and you are so inclined and would be willing to uh, review the, the podcast on iTunes, I would appreciate that tremendously. In the meantime, you can follow the show notes at knitactuallypodcast.com, and the Ravelry group is growing all the time. There, you can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram as at Knit Actually Podcast. So thank you guys. Um, for those in the U.S., have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend, and I will talk to you all very soon. Thanks for hanging out with me. Bye.